everybody, it's meteorologist Joe Martucci. It is time for the now award-winning Something in the Air podcast. And I'll just jump right into it. Couldn't do it without the guy next to me here, Dr. Dave Robinson, New Jersey State Climatologist. We won the third place award at the New Jersey Press Associations for best audio podcast, although they did like the video and audio component. So my question to you, Dr. Robinson, I think it's probably because of your good looks, right? Uh, no. Well, oh, you okay. mean why we got you got third place and not first? Perhaps. Oh, right. <laughs> I brought well, I brought it down. So you were like first and I was fifth, and then they combined right. it, and then we got the third. Sure. I think that's sure. how it worked. But but I do want to say, you know, sincerely thank you because you know, you were the catalyst for this podcast. We did this originally with you once a month, just on audio, and now we've expanded to twice a month, and we've done this with video and uh they, they enjoyed the engaging content that was in the comments. So I do appreciate your efforts. Well, congratulations. I think it's great. You've done, you're the one that's pulled this together. Otherwise, uh, we wouldn't be talking. So uh, that's just great. Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, next year we're going to try for first. Maybe if I get out of the picture and we'll just do you, we'll, we'll get you. To I think play. next you go for a Pulitzer Prize or something, you know. <laughs> I worked maybe, with the maybe we got to start breaking some more news on this podcast. Maybe, maybe hey, I worked with, there. well, I worked with the Washington Post uh, in 2019, 2020 on this. They had a series of articles on climate change. And the first one focused in large part in New Jersey and up at Lake Apatcon with no more limited ice fishing and things right. like that. Um, and the byline for their very first in this series of articles was Lake Apatcon. And they last year they won the Pulitzer Prize. So I mean, I worked with them for months on the article. I had nothing to do with them getting the Pulitzer Prize. I just thought it was so neat to be part of that series of articles that won the Pulitzer. Just like it's so neat to be part of the podcast that won this award. So I think you sprinkle a little magic fairy dust on these things. I don't know awards. Now, when we had the podcast last month, we were right in the middle of that energizer bunny storm, as I call it, that four day long stretch of snow. And for us, mostly rain here. Um, but the one thing we kind of left off on the podcast, it was kind of to be determined was whether or not the 122 year old record of 34 inches of snow in Cape May would fall from the storm. So there were, to my knowledge, there were two totals that were at least measured above that. Where are we now with that? Is Kate May still holding on to the uh, gold medal here? Yeah, still, still holding on. There've been a few, few changes on that. I'm actually going to be on a call in a couple of days, not only about that, um, but also the fact that a few communities measured over 50 inches of snow in the month of February in North Jersey. Um, and that would be a record um, for a monthly snowfall, not just for a single event. So stay tuned on that. But one thing we learned along the way, and it's something that just passed us, it's in digital record files. There was a 34-inch snow event on December 26th, 27th, 1947, a very famous storm in New York City that deposited 34 inches of snow at Oak Ridge Reservoir up in the Highlands. I've looked at the original records. They look legitimate. I've seen the original diary with the 34-inch record from Cape May. Um, it's really not our job to go back and prove or disprove them unless they look really errant. And I can tell you flat out, neither are fully errant. 
but they're not undergoing the scrutiny that we're given these recent observations where we've right. talked with observers, we've gone to sites where the OBS were reported and, and found some questions, uh, enough questions that we've not recognized in what we've published from this uh, storm. Anything over, I think it was 32.8 inches up in Mine Hill near Randolph, Rockaways in the Highlands. So in our estimation in the state climate office, we don't think there was a 34 plus inch total that was done correctly enough. Mm. And I think we may have talked about this. There's no perfect way to measure snow, but there are standards. So you have to stick to the standards. Otherwise you're comparing apples and oranges with the way you're measuring snow. Yeah. And, and, and that's that. So that's the story. It's not that these people were inflating things intentionally and looking for the glory, if you will, but they didn't follow the published standards. And, and that's what we have to go by. Right. Snow drama is a real thing, isn't it? Oh, it, it's a very dramatic, very dramatic. And, and, you know, there's, frankly, some of these people knew there was a record. And that always, you always ask that first. If they didn't know it was a record, then you've kind of hit them innocently enough. But when you talk to someone who knows they broke a record, right away, it adds a certain extra level of scrutiny. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, not one of these people am I sitting here accusing them of intentionally inflating their totals to break a record. Right. But when push comes to shove where they measured, how often they measured and cleared an area and measured again and didn't allow the standards for settling, all of those things lead you to believe that there were 30-inch totals, but probably not 35 and 36-inch totals. So let me, uh, let me keep it back on the snow topic. We'll, we'll go through the month here. You know, again, for us in this corner of the state, I mean, it was better than January, but not by much. <laughs> Uh, it I was better say, than last year. And, yes. Uh, it still looks the same outside like last year, though. There's no snow anywhere. That's what I'm looking for. Let's just go through the great water. out here. I'll tell you, it still looks great. You got to ship some down here. I'm telling you, we have plenty of space for it. Plenty of space. Now, for we're we're running out. We're starting to run out of snow up here. Yeah, you maybe talk to somebody up in the highlands where there's still a foot or more on the ground. All right, I'll make the trip all the way up north. Let's uh, let's just talk uh, real quickly about February seventh. Typical storm for us here in uh, New Jersey. I saw 0.7 in Pleasantville, but Buena Vista actually saw in western part of Atlantic County saw 4.4. And then there was a strip of like six to nine inches right to the northwest of the turnpike. Anything you want to add in that system for us in South Jersey? Yeah, I'm looking over to my right because on my other screen, I have a map of that storm from our website. And my home in Somerset County was right in the heavy swath with that. We Just had got six, six inches in three hours. Boom. You're just and twisting. You're just, you're just twisting. Yeah, it went from north of Trenton up through 100 in Somerset up to Bergen County and north of there, there was less than two inches up in a lot of Northern Sussex County. Um, There was a bit down through the pine pinelands, but yeah, I mean, Univista, what, five inches, 4.4 out in the West and the East. Yeah. 0.7, 0.4. 
Yeah, yeah, it's the yeah. darn maritime, that that darn warm water um, shuts That's you out. I want to turn the ocean off. Shut you out. Now, the, the swath up in, in North Jersey from that storm was just, you know, that we saw the same thing, but it pivoted some with the big storm. And then there was a storm later in the month where that swath went from Trenton right on the 195 corridor over to Monmouth County. And there they got their six to eight and some scattered reports of 10 inches. They were in that zone. So that's the nature of of snow. But it was really apparent this month with a couple of these storms where just, you know, miles made all the difference, just literally a couple of miles in some cases going from two to six or eight inches of snow. It's and it's just, you know, on my part, forecasting and telling people it's tough oh. because you're talking about the same county where, you know, if you lived in Buena Vista or Hamilton, your winter so far has gone differently than if you lived in Atlantic City. It's- Absolutely. And we're not talking elevation here so much, no. maybe a little bit, but we're talking more just, you know, proximity to the ocean is huge. Yeah. We you about you that tell your, your readers and listeners yeah. that all the time. Um, but this the, some of these events this month were just the location of the deformation zones. And you can explain it meteorologically better than I. Um, and, and just these narrow bands of heaviest snow. And to the north of there and to the south of there, it's not a matter of necessarily going to rain. It's sometimes a matter of just getting less precipitation, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will talk about some brighter times, uh, at least for me, snow lovers out there. Uh, February 11th. That was, that was our, that, yeah, throw a thumbs up. that was ours. That was ours. That, that was pretty sure. good. It wasn't like the, the, the January 31st to 4th, but we had our snow. We had four inches in Pleasantville. That was the most snow I've seen. Oh man. I don't know. And <laughs> a couple, definitely over a year and a half. Let's put it that way. Um, and a nice stripe of four to six from Galway to Vineland North had under two. Um, what went right for us in that storm? Again, it was just being in that right zone where the conditions with the rising air and, you know, you raise air somewhere, it's got to come down somewhere else. And that's why you get these strips sometimes. Um, you get that in summer storms, clearly. Um, But you were in that zone where it was just situated. The temperatures were right and the moisture content was right. And yeah, I'm looking at that maps on our site as well. It's not as Mm -hmm. broad a strip because over in Salem County, they had between three, three and a half. Uh, It wasn't until you got into North over to Vineland um, and, and over in wet extreme southeastern um gloucester county and of course in through atlantic where you got into the four to five inch range but it looks real nice here and then up the coast a little bit up uh in ocean county there are a few areas that got four to five inches up to about Mm -hmm. tom's river so you guys were were the rightful winners of that event and as you said up north you know you can gloat up by high point they had less than a half an inch from that event but down in cape may it was a couple tenths of an inch so yes, poor well, cape may poor I cape know, the may. bubble the bubble you know we had our uh 
uh, last podcast, Sergeant Snowflake, he goes by. He's a, uh, I, I don't know if you heard of him. He's a, he went viral on Instagram for a Kate made bubble video he did a couple years ago. But yeah, he wasn't too happy about that one. Um, but, uh, you know, for me, I was happy at least. But uh, this isn't a Joe Martucci Love Snow podcast. This is a South Jersey <laughs> podcast. So I'll, I'll deflect. Um, I want to talk a little bit later in the month. And this one was a little, I don't know, I would say unusual in the fact that we kind of had two mixed events and within a week the 13th and the 19th the 13th was an ice storm for us and up we had up to two tenths of an inch of ice accumulation in the yeah. area i know in the parkway uh exit 48 so like right as soon as you're going over the river into burlington county there was an accident the parkway was just backed up for miles and that that area of the parkway does not really get backed up and then the 19th we had our sleet storm and i say storm you know Little loosely, we had 0. 0.4 inches of sleep, but 0. 0.4 inches of sleep is still some heavy yeah. stuff going on there. So, and I think, um, and you cover for I think it's still matter on 1.4 from that, maybe a little bit of snow mixed in. But my question to you is, you know, two mixed events in a, in a week that's, I would imagine, that's a little unusual, right? Well, no, that that's a fair bit unusual, and, and down near the coast, even more so. Uh, it's something you might find more inland. Um, because again, the, the, the maritime environment will mix through the atmosphere and bring it all above freezing. And to get these events, you need to really look at that atmosphere as a layer cake. Yeah. Um, and the lower levels of the atmosphere, you know, you start with snow and then that snow melts in a warmer layer and it becomes rain. And then as it gets near the surface, if the surface, if that layer of air is deep enough or cold enough near the surface, it will refreeze the raindrops. Raindrops don't refreeze into snowflakes and you get the sleet, the ice pellets. But if that layer isn't thick enough or cold enough, but right down near the surface, you're at the free at or below the freezing point, that it won't have a chance to refreeze the raindrop until it hits the ground, yeah. hits the wire hits the tree branch and oh my goodness and that's tough to get along the coast so yeah. i think it's pretty impressive you had those two back-to-back -back events mid-month but adding to all this up everything we had winter wise or uh, february wise where did we wind up snow wise for the month in south jersey and along the shore yeah um not not ranking all that high um as opposed to North Jersey, <laughs> we divide the state yeah. into thirds when we look at snow, North Central. It was the snowiest February on record in North Jersey. The oh, third, I, snowiest, I third snowiest in Central Jersey. Um, but I'm trying to remember what the ranking even was in South Jersey. It was in the you don't care 20, about us down here. 20 to you 30. Like you know, it's not news. Come on, it's not news. Yeah, it's yeah. Top ten. Wow. Um, but you know, uh, looking in Atlantic County at some of our volunteer observers um, over in Folsom, and you know, out to the west, eighteen point seven inches of snow for the month of February. Pretty darn yeah. impressive. Yeah. Um, that's essentially um, a season's worth of snow. Um, Woodbine had 3.5 from the most we got, and an observer in Lower Township had 1.3. Um, that's, you know, January, February are neck and neck of the snowiest months of the year down um, throughout the entire state, for that matter. 
So that that is below average. Um, four or five inches would be something one might expect in the month. But, you know, you go up to um, Ocean County, Berkeley had 11.1 and Manchester 18.4. So the range there was about foot, foot and a half right. um, for the month. So as you said, I mean, after the least snowy year on record in 126 years, last last year in South Jersey, um, this this looked like an avalanche. Um We'll take anything at this point. But still, still you know, and, and it didn't get to hang around long enough to, to do a lot of sledding and on the saucers and the skis and all. So, but again, one has to remember those long stretches of snow cover in the south are the exception, um, not the rule. We'll be right back. This is the Something in the Air podcast. Hey, everyone. It's meteorologist Joe Martucci again. Every time I do a talk, I say if I could take this job again, I would take it 10 times out of 10. And that's for many reasons. One, weather just matters more down here. I've been in many corners of the state, and when it comes to southeastern New Jersey, weather is the most important thing I always hear. Whether it's for tourism, whether it's for farming, or whether it's for boating, well, weather just plays a big role. And not only that, Here at the Press of Atlantic City, we're able to give this information to you any way you want. You want it in your newspaper? We got it. You want it in videos? We got it. You want it on our website? Yeah, we have that too. And we can't do it without your support. Your support has been great over the past couple of years, and we look forward to more of your support in the future. To support South Jersey journalism, go to our website, pressofac.com slash subscribe, and you'll have offers that you can't refuse. That's pressofac.com slash subscribe. What's going on, everybody? It's meteorologist Joe Martucci here. We are back with the Something in the Air podcast brought to you every first and third Wednesdays of the month. That's where you can find new episodes wherever you find your podcast. Join with me as we do at the top of the month, New Jersey State Climatologist, Dr. Dave Robinson. We have talked plenty about snow in the first half. Uh, this half's going to be a little bit shorter than the first half, but I think we got rid of the the... Let's say we we got past the newsworthy stuff. Now let's talk about some other things that have happened. Um, and this one's pretty newsworthy too. Let's talk about precipitation for the month. So that's taking into account melted snow and rain, which we saw plenty of here. Now at Atlantic City International Airport, it was really wet. Um, it was actually the third wettest February since records started in 1943 at 6.06 inches. And the marina in Atlantic City, 7.41 inches. Now, their records go back to 1874, but you didn't need to go back that far to get to the first place one. That was in 2010. So we ended up in second place. 2010 had the highest. So what do you think about that? It, it was real impressive. In fact, the Atlanta County area and surroundings was the wettest part of the state uh, in February. The highlands with all the snow gave it a run for its money. Um, but it was just this relentless, and you, you mentioned this earlier, this string of storms, this relentless string of storms. You go a couple days and then in came the next one and then the next one. And, yeah. and while it didn't snow all that much down in the southeast corner of the state, time and again, the heaviest precipitation fell in the southeast corner of the state, uh, as opposed to like last summer where we were seeing it in the southwest corner. It was yeah. actually 
that area of the state had the least amount of precipitation this uh, in February, and it was still above normal there. Um, they just weren't as much above normal. And we have to remember, February statewide is the driest month of the year. Now, it cheats a little because yeah. you got a few, I was gonna say. Few, fewer days. Right. Um, but it is a drier time of the year. Let's switch on over to temperatures. Uh, we'll, we'll wrap up here. Um, it was pretty interesting um, because we were actually below average for most of the month. It kind of reminds me of like an Oreo this month. So the cream was the cold air. And there was a, this was like a mega stuffed Oreo because there, there was a lot of cream in the middle. It was below average. But then as we went to the beginning of the month and the end of the month, they were above average. And we ended up pretty balanced. Uh, Atlantic City International Airport was minus 0.1 degree. So just below average here. Um, and what was interesting, and I'll, I'll have you touch on this. Um, we always like to look at those high and low temperature splits. Well, high temperatures were 2.2 degrees below average. High temperatures, no, excuse me. High temperatures were 2.2 degrees below average. Low temperatures were 1.9 degrees above average. My guess is because half the days, literally half the days, had some kind of precipitation that cloud cover limited the cooling at night. Um, did you find this in any other stations? And would you agree or disagree with what I said? Oh, absolutely. This is what we saw statewide. I mean, it was a little colder up north because the snow keeps things a little bit more refrigerated. Um, but it wasn't all, it wasn't an exceptionally cold month. It was kind of a consistently cold month. Um, but yeah, the pattern with the cloud, the very frequent cloud cover and the number of days with precipitation definitely kept the nighttime temperatures up um, and, and the daytime uh, a little bit below average quite often. But Talk about uh, um, prescribed burns with forest fires. I know last February, I mean, there was a lot of burning during the month of February because it was so, one, it was pretty dry and two, it was warm, so relatively warm. So you had that dry air and, you know, when you're doing these prescribed burns to help clear out some of the brush, you want humidity to be a certain level, you want it to be dry, you want the sun out. I'm going to imagine that we're not doing as much in this past February and probably not too much as we've kicked off the first couple of days of March so far. I know you're in some communication with them. A little bit. We we provide a, a private website for the foresters who are looking into doing prescribed burning or just looking for forest danger, um, where we look at wind speeds, humidities, fuel moisture, and things like that. And uh, um, I, I know of some prescribed burns this past month. I think you highlighted a few of them looking at one yeah. of your, your uh, reports online. Um, but yeah, uh, far less than last year because of all the wetness. Now let's look ahead. Uh, the next couple sure. of weeks, yeah. it looks dry and it looks milder yeah. once we yes, get through this week. I, I, I would imagine they're just waiting. Now you don't want to get too dry. You certainly don't want it being windy. No. So you got to be real careful because you don't, the prescribed burns are so important and it's really wise forest management, but you don't want to get in a situation where you lose control of those prescribed burns. Mm -hmm. and, and that's why they, these guys are professionals and they watch it very, very carefully. Not just what's going on right here and now. They look at what's happened in recent days that could influence what conditions are today. And of course, they need to look at the forecast to see what's coming come afternoon um, right. or, or, or evening. So um, uh, I, I think... I think they're going to be 
ready to go with some prescribed yeah. burns in the, in the next couple of weeks as conditions warm up and dry up. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be fair to say that winter is over here in our corner of the state. I don't know how much snow we're getting after uh, it's March 2nd now. I don't really see. Yeah. It only takes one. I'm very well aware of that. But I think our chances are fairly low. They, they are low. And, and some of that's driven by looking at the 8 to 14 day outlook from the weather service, which brings us to the middle of the month. Yeah. And it looks like next to no chance between now and then. And then your odds really start falling off of right. getting significant measurable snows and if they come they come they they, they get melted they during the day they fall during the day they usually melt on contact because there's enough solar radiation making it through the clouds if they fall at night it can get icy and snowy for a bit so let's not take snow and ice totally off the table until we get into early april but they're right. more just conversation pieces as we get later in the month and and things it's certain certain situations you have to still be careful you can't let your guard down but yeah i i think we're over over that yeah big hump that yeah we, I, we just went through i looked this up a couple of days ago I, I was saying i don't see any snow through march 10th and then after march 10th i think we average at the airport like 0.2 after that and there's a lot of zeros in that as well you know, yeah, you get it's past tough. Point. Well, just remember, last last year, the last freeze at Atlantic City Marina, the last freeze of the winter, was on March first. Hmm. It did yeah. not get below freezing after March first, and I dare say it's below freezing today. So already, yep. we already broke it. We're, all, we're already. If you like it. winter, you we're doing better than last. Yeah, I mean, and it's not like it got real warm because April and May came in below average. They were our two months last last yep. year that were below average, but it just never got cold enough at the marina to get down to 32 or lower after right. March 1st. Right. Yeah. Well, I think I'm going to wrap it up there. I'm just going to let it. We'll let it go. Welcome to spring. We'll, Welcome for meteorologic and yes. climatologic spring. Yes. I call it climatological spring. I know that's the proper way. It's not meteorological spring. It's climatological spring. Oh, I, pl I polluted your mind greatly. You did. Yes. You live rent free, like right here in my brain. I know. It's. I always think I'm like, he's going to email me or he's going to say something. It's climatological spring. So, yes, it's climatological spring. Perfectly fine with me. It's March, April, and May. And uh, it's summer's coming. It's coming. And uh, hopefully, you know, when we talk about COVID and everything, looks like vaccinations are happening. Um, I'm on the list right now, but I haven't gotten it. And, uh, you know, we'll see. By Memorial Day, hopefully, you know, we have a good amount of the population that's vaccinated. We can fill up the beaches, fill up the shores, do it safely, and have a good time. Let's certainly hope so. It's hard to believe it's been essentially 12 months with yeah. a very, very different way of going about day-to-day -day life. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah. and, and for the losses, we don't need to get into that here in great, but everyone has suffered losses. Um, many people have made it through, but have lingering problems. Uh, if it wasn't you, it was a family member or a good friend. It's been one heck 
of a stressful year. And hopefully, you know, listening to this podcast where we just talk about the weather till our heart's content has, you know, <laughs> once a month keeps people's mind onto something else. So maybe we're doing a good service here. I know we enjoy it. Um, oh, of and, course. and I hope the listeners do. And again, congrats for your uh, award. Thank you. No, I, I appreciate it. Like I said, can't do it without you because you're here, you know, half of the times talking about weather. And uh, we've actually gotten some good feedback recently. So I, I thank you everybody who's commented or sent an email or said it on the phone. Appreciate that. And, um, you know, we're going to keep doing the good work here. And by the time we get towards, well, beginning of April, maybe we'll start seeing some tree or some uh, leaves starting to get on some of the trees or at least bud in here. And uh, we'll be on our way through spring. So we'll wrap it up there. Dr. Robinson, for the latest in uh, New Jersey current conditions, people can go to njweather.org. Um, you're going to see maps coming out, but yeah, you know, patient, those of you who are seeing our maps changing. We had to go to a new mapping package that we've developed. We're going to be putting it up on the cloud, um, but there's been some growing pains uh, of late. So I, I beg your indulgence for that, but please visit uh, njweather.org. All the data are still coming in in tabular, graphic, and map format. And, and then we already talked about njclimate.org earlier, yep. where you can look at the snow data and other observations as well. Perfect. Well, you enjoy your cross-country skiing. I'm going to enjoy the green grass out here. A few more days up here. A few more days. All right. Well, by next time we talk again, I don't think you'll have any snow left, but enjoy it while you have it. Have a great uh, March here. We're going to uh, chat with you at the beginning of April. Maybe Rutgers basketball, men's or women's might be still playing by then. Going to be a stretch. I saw the look. I know. I know. I was just hope. Hope just springs eternal on the banks of the Raritan, right? That's right. There you go. Great way to end it. We'll talk to everybody uh, soon. We'll be back with you third Wednesday of March. Until then, this is the Something in the Air Podcast.